What up, what up, what up? It's Hope the Blueprint, the host of the number one networking show. And I like to take the first couple of seconds of each show to highlight any local brands that I may be wearing. And tonight I am wearing XI11, uh, which is a local 17-year-old entrepreneur here in Baltimore. So I encourage everybody to support, support, support your local brands. Now we have a special guest in the virtual building tonight. How you feeling tonight, good brother? Man, I'm feeling good, feeling good, man. Thanks for having me. Man, I appreciate you coming on, man. And so before we get into the journey, if you can just introduce yourself, let everybody know where you're from, and just a brief overview of what you do, and we getting ready to take it back to day one. All right, all right. What's going on, man? Uh, my name is Amel Peterson, man. I'm originally from New York, but I'm on. I currently reside in Philadelphia. Uh, um, I'm a truck driver. Just started up my own trucking company. I've been in operation for about like, uh, with my own authority, I've been in operation for about like going on seven months now, you know what I mean? So still fairly new in the beginning stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairly new, but very inspirational, right? And right. so let's, let, let's, let's take them down the journey, right? Because you've been in it for seven months, but what was the inspiration for you starting in the trucking business? Was it something that you had a desire early on in life? Take us back to what was that inspirational moment? Well, I um, I always I always was interested in trucking. Uh, before I did that long stint um, in the state facilities, man, I that was something that I was looking into, and then you know. Um, when I was in there, I met a couple of truck drivers, you know, they told me that that field, um, that's one of the few fields that, you know, your background don't really affect you, man. You still, you can jump right in it, man, and really be able to support yourself, take care of your family and stuff like that, you know. So I was always interested in like, like that, you know what I mean? And it's kind of funny because, uh, uh, you know, when I was ready to come home, I was in, I went through a program, they had something called a re-entry program, right? Where um, they put you through it, they get you, try to get you ready to enter back into society and things like that. So, you know, they get your uh, birth certificate if you don't have it, your social security card, they get you an ID and, um, you know, they, they teach you job interviewing skills, like a little elevator speech, what you want to come in and say to a person, stuff like that, right? So mm -hmm. uh, one of the things was the state that I was locked, I, I was in was Virginia, right? And when you get locked up there, you know, uh, like if you get locked up for a drug charge, um, they had it where they used to suspend your license for six months, right? So, uh, you know, thankfully a lot of positive brothers uh, went at the people when they changed it because, you know, if you're living in a state like Virginia, you need your transportation to get a job. How you expect me to work and be productive in society if I can't get my license right? So I yeah. talked, 
I talked to the, uh, when, they, when it was time for me to get my ID, the DMV people came in there and I talked to them. And I, you know, asked them questions about my license. So they told me, they was like, yeah, man, unfortunately you got two uh, possession with intent to distribute charges, man. So your, your license is going to be suspended for uh, two consecutive six month periods. So it kind of like, it threw a curveball in there for me, man. I was so disappointed. I was kind of heartbroken, right? So I uh, I came home and I was working, you know, working, working. And one particular gentleman I worked with, man, he kept encouraging me. He was like, man, just, you know, start saving your money, pay off your fines, man, and go up there and see what you got to do. So he took me up to the DMV, man, and he told me, he said, uh, he said, man, just go in there. I'm going to wait outside for you. I went in there and talked to him. Since I had been gone for so long, man, they couldn't even find my records at first. So the uh, young lady, she uh, she called me. She told me that she took my phone number and she was like, listen, I'm sorry we had you here for so long. As soon as I find something, I'm going to call you, I promise. So I left. As soon as I stepped foot in my house, she called me. She said, I'm sorry it took so long again, but I had some fantastic news for you. I said, what's that? She said, you don't got to wait a year to get your license. You can get it right now. <laughs> man, it was it was history after that, man. You know what I mean? So I started to uh, go back into my truck driving journey, and it's been great, man. Man, now let's pause for a second, right? Because what I love about your story and people that come home, right, that you, you didn't wait. You went after it. You were proactive to make a positive impact to get started, right? What was your mind state when you knew you were coming home? And then also when you were kind of getting ready to face that setback of having to wait a year, what, what was kind of going through your mind at that point? Uh, wow, that was a great question, man. That was an awesome question. Well, really like it was like this man you know it was still like i was gone for a very long time so it all was at first it was kind of overwhelming you know i was happy to be home but it was overwhelming learning so much new stuff and things like that but i still you know i had to just take it one day at a time man so uh i was just working and actually I was just taking advantage of uh, any program they had for like ex-offenders entering society. So I actually just started to do welding. I started to do welding, right? I was taking a welding class. I learned how to weld. And uh, I knew I was getting ready to move from Virginia to Philadelphia, right? So I, uh, I was looking into a school to actually become a certified welder you know what I mean? So when I went to this school, this school was a truck driving school and a welding school. So when I went to the school, right, you know what I mean? So it's st- it was like, you know, man. Yeah. So I talking to the people about truck driving, but I still didn't, at this time when I was talking to them, I still didn't know that I could get my license. You know what I mean? I just was making other plans, you know what I mean? Because you always got to have a backdoor plan. So I started making other plans. And then when I went to the school and I was talking to him about truck driving, even though I was signing up for welding, and then I went back to Virginia and that's when I found out, you know, 
I could get my license. So once I found that out, I called the school back up. I was like, look, I'm moving out there in a couple of months. Do you think I could change that from welding to truck driving? It was like, sure. That was it, man. That was that, it. That's powerful, man. Now, what would you say to people that are just coming home to kind of give them inspiration to stay positive, right? Because as we know how the system is set up, once you come home, sometimes you limit it on what you can do or how you can go after your plans. But what would you say to other people that are just coming home to keep them inspired? The first, the first, the first thing I would say, man, the first and most important thing, man, is uh to stay around positive people, man. Stay around positive people. Cause uh, you know, I actually made a video talking about a situation where, you know, I was tempted with temptation, but because you know, I was around so many positive people, I was around people who also came home before me. You know what I mean? They telling me their story like, yeah, when I first came home, I was struggling. I was riding a bike. You know what I mean? Now I see them. They got a family. They got they driving cars. They're doing, you know what I mean? So I'm like, if they could do it, I could do it. So when you surround yourself with people, positive people who've been through that, and you see, you, you they telling you about their struggle, and you seeing where they at now versus going around people who, you know, who have it. And they not telling you like, you know what I mean? They like, man, I know a way you can get it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, that's a common situation. You know what I mean? And that's, we all have family members that, you know, been gone for a long time, come home, the temptation is still there because certain things may be only a phone call away. You know what I mean? Because you're still credible in that industry. And so is that one of the reasons that you're so passionate? Like if people go, and I want people to go to your YouTube channel um, and, 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 and follow you because if they see your journey, like you're very open about your past experience. Um, and so is that why you're so passionate to be so vocal about your journey right now? Yeah, man, because, you know, uh, one thing, man, like, Society, man, let me see the best way to say this, man. They, uh. Say it, say it as raw, real as you want to say it, brother. It's all good. They lie to you, man. They tell you, you know, we all for second chances and stuff like that. And then when you come home, they not. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, we understand certain jobs, they just have to take the precautions. You know, this is understandable. When you're dealing with children, you're dealing with a lot of money, you're dealing with top security stuff. We understand that. But when you're talking about, uh, I know people that got trades, learn how to strip and wax floors, you know what I mean? They trying to get that type of job and then people looking into their background and won't even give them a chance, man. Like, you know, and they struggling and they struggling. And, and they got children that's that's now looking at them like, Daddy, you home? What you gonna do for me now? And it's it becomes overwhelming and stressful, man. And they just fall back into the trap, man. So I want to be able to be in a position, man, to help. You know, I still got a lot of friends that's that's in there. They're gonna be making a transition back out. You know, I want to be in a position to help them. You know what I mean? So we can, uh, you know, end this 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 uh what's the word recidivism you know what i mean that that yeah. that 
they say, man, the first two or three years is crucial when you come home, man. Mm. You know what I mean, so that's why. That's why you see my shirt. You might have to move it down. I can't see it. What it say? Mm, original refined transportation. But the logo is the logo is like it's a truck ready to break through the chains, the the barbed the, the wire fence and the chains. That's heavy. You know what I mean? Ooh. So that's why I picked that logo. You know what I mean? But I love it. I love it. I love it because you're on a mission, right? You're on a mission. Yeah. And so, and so now you went back to school. So, so you were able to, to switch your trade. Now take us, continue to take us through that journey, right? Because you, you finished school. How long did it take you to finish school? And what was the next steps after that? Well, I finished school, right? It took me, I, I had to go to a, a, a school uh, it was an accredited CDL school, right? And that was because I was getting funded to go to this school. So they had to, they had to um, make it like a a, a, a a certain length of time. You know what I mean? So I went to this school for about six months. I got a, a, a FAFSA grant, helped me pay for it. Then I had to pay a certain amount out of my pocket. Went to school for six months. I did like three months in the classroom, three months on the range where I'm learning how to operate the uh, the vehicle. Now it, it's it's funny because you know at the time I'm ready to have my first child, and I'm like six months, man. I can't do this, man. I'm in the classroom for uh, three months and I'm working. I did the weekends, so. I'm working all week and then I'm going to class Saturday and Sunday for 10 hours. So I, that whole summer was just sacrifice, you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, I need to get my license now. This classroom stuff is in the way, man. But now that it's all said and done, a lot of the stuff that I learned in the classroom is very beneficial now that I'm, I'm running my own, I'm doing my own thing, you know what I mean? So a lot of that stuff was really, really helpful. But at the time, you know, you don't think like that. You're thinking like, we come from the fast, fast, fast. We want everything fast, you know what I mean? Turn a dollar, dollars fast, you know what I mean? So, like that. <clears throat> so now you finished the class, it took you six months. Now, did you go straight on the road right after that? Or yeah, what I was went, the next step? I went mm -hmm. straight on the road, man. Uh, I was working. I was working uh, at this job. I was making like $333. Again, check that out on my YouTube, man. I show the checks and everything. I'm making like $333, right? And uh, But before I got this job, man, I told the guy, I was, I was blunt with him. I said, listen, man, you know, I come to work every day, but right now I'm in the process of going to CDL school. So as soon as I, you know, get my license, you know what I mean? I'm gonna pursue my truck driving career. So the guy was like, all right, no, you know, no problem. So as soon as I got my license, like two Daddy. days later, I let him, Daddy. you know, I let him go. Daddy. Okay. And then, so now you said you were making, you told that you were making through, how much was it per week? 
it was like 333 336 dollars a week you know roughly around mm -hmm. man you know what i mean so you can only imagine man it's 2017 right man so you know it was like you know i knew that i had something else going on it wasn't like i just had to rely on that and i don't have nothing building for the future you know what i mean so that's that what made it easier to kind of uh deal with making that little bit of money but you know uh the school i was in they had uh they had fits for different people and different people positions like if you went to the school and they you told them you had a record they was like all right we got companies that are hire you with a, with a record you know what i mean you can't don't even apply for these companies they ain't gonna touch you you know what i mean so they had companies. Then I was like, my class, man, it was like five, maybe five or six of us that just came home, you know what I mean? And one of the guys that I was, uh, I, I got real cool with, his cousin had came home and set the blueprint for him. So he had, you know, told me like, yo, my cousin here, man, he doing real good. So I was like, that's where I'm going. And, you know, it was a wrap. <clears throat> Yeah, man. So, so now once once you followed the blueprint, far as you you switched to another company, or what was that transition? Or you started your own, or what was that journey? So I uh I had to go with I I went with a company in New Jersey, a company called Rotex. Uh, what they did they did team driving, right? So we basically went from Jersey to somewhere on the West Coast, picked up some produce or something, and brought it back somewhere new york uh massachusetts somewhere like that right so i did that um to get my experience up once i got my experience up like i said i had a newborn baby man and uh so i wanted to be home and i i, I took a local job local job was real 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 hard work man so uh you know i was doing that also trying to network talk to people and uh, I found the opportunity. I thought this was the golden ticket for me. You know what I mean? It was like, it was it was introducing me to ownership. So at least mm. guy, man, you know what I mean? He was making me all these empty promises. I didn't know they was empty at the time, but you know what I mean? He just trying to get me in his truck, right? So I wind up, you know, putting all types of money down. I'm just looking at like, man, I'm about to make all this money. I can put my, it's going to put me in a better situation. I can put my family in a better situation. And uh, it didn't work out like that. You know, it wound up being a learning experience. I was pissed at the time, but it was a learning experience for me. Um, and it, it, it all worked itself out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now at that point, um, did you did you buy the truck or did you just kind of had to leave that situation alone um, and continue with another company or what what was that like moving on? Well, I just own um, like I had put some money down on the truck. We had like made a contract. It was a lease okay. it was a contract, like a lease to own. And uh, we made a contract where like, you know, he told me this is what the truck is worth. You're gonna make these trucks up to this amount. There's not gonna be a balloon payment at the end, and you can get the truck right. And uh, but it was a lot of whole. It was a whole lot of little other issues that you know, like when you're coming from the streets, you could peak game. 
you could peep game real quick. Like things is, so I started peeping a whole lot of stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like this not going to be a good fit. So I just, I just left, man. I just left that and went back to, you know, doing a little local stuff and stuff like that. And then I met a, uh, I met a particular gentleman over, uh, over on Instagram. This is a beautiful story, man. I met a gentleman over Instagram. His name is uh, Sheldon. I always shout him out in my videos. Sheldon underscore box truck coach, man. He teach you how to get in the industry without a CDL, right? So I met him. I mean, I, I'm looking at his page. I'm like, he talking some interesting stuff. So he's like, man, you got a free, you come to my free webinar. So I'm like, free, I might as well, you know, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I was like, man, I was like, man, uh, all right, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. And he was out in Atlanta. So he's out in Atlanta, right? The Atlanta, Georgia area. And uh, at the time, my wife, she had to go to Georgia, right? She had to go to Georgia to see her family. So I had, I wound up driving her out there. When I got out there, I called him. I said, hey man, you know, I just was on your free webinar, man. I'm out Georgia, how far you live from here? So he said, man, I don't, I, you know, I don't live too far. So I was like, you don't mind, I'd like to meet you somewhere and, you know, possibly talk. So he was like, man, you can come over to my house. So I, he, I, he invited me in his house, man. Wow. Once I got to talk to him, I saw that he was official, man, like, you know, so, Somebody that's trying to run game on you, they're not gonna invite you to the house, the home with yeah. family and you know what I mean. So I talked to him. He told me all of the own. He told me all the experience he had, and not only experience, the resources that he was coming with. Signed up for his coaching, man. And it was, you know, mm. that was it, man. That's major, man. Shout out to Shit. You said his name is Sheldon. Yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, man. Shot. You know what? Because that's interesting, man. Because it's it's when you meet people, like you said, your instinct, your gut, you know, it never lies. You know what I mean? And right. and and when you met this brother, you know, did you go in kind of skeptical going in? What what was it like, man? Like, I it, don't know. It was it was um you know, I, I always give people the benefit of the doubt, man, especially when I get to meet you, you know, going into the meet and I give you the benefit of the doubt. I let you prove otherwise, you know what I mean? And I talk to him and, you know, very him and his wife, very, very good people, uh, plenty of eye contact, you know, just like, just very, very like, you know, he's very yeah. open, man. you know what I mean? Very yeah. transparent. It was it was it was a beautiful thing, man. Now the, the coaching program was it like a certain amount of time for the coaching program? Was it a mentorship? How was his program structured? What did you have to do to kind of get it up and running for yourself? So um, he has the people that get your own authority, that get your insurance. Um, he uh, has like the um, the Zoom calls where you go in. And you see it's a whole bunch of other people and they, they everybody's talking about what they got going on or uh, their pitfalls. So you're learning a lot of stuff before you even get the truck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like once you pay, once you're a coaching client, 
it's it's no end to it. You know what I mean? So if you run into an issue, you can you can reach out to them. You know what I mean? And I'm a I'm still using this system, even though I'm ready to buy a tractor now, I'm ready to turn my box truck in and step it up to a tractor. I'm still using this system though. I'm using these people, they doing my insurance, you know what I mean? The brokers that I got from, I'm still dealing with him. So it was, you know, it was a beautiful thing, man. You know what I mean? That's amazing, man. So now, how long did it take you to actually get your first box truck from Uh, from the you started at that point? It didn't take me long at all, right? It was a, it worked, it kind of worked out beautifully because I was working with a company. I was working with a local company. Um, I was working with Cisco, matter of fact. And I got hurt. I got hurt. So I was out on workman's comp. So I had the time. I'm still getting paid. And I had the time to do all my research, to run around, like, you know what I mean? I'm looking at trucks and doing stuff like that. I don't have, like, like you know, some people, they work so many hours, they only had a weekend. So their time is limited. My time wasn't limited. So as I was going through the program, everything just worked itself out, man. So by the time I got off work, Miss Comp, I had to work for about two weeks, and I was like, "Man, I'm, you know, I got my own thing going on." That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, that's the way that thing worked out for me, man. That's dope, man. So now, was that the beginning of ORT? Once you officially got the box truck? Yeah, once I got the the box truck, I uh, I named my company. I always, I always had the the, the name. Any business I got, it was going to be OR something. It's always going to be original refined something. You know what I mean? It's a the the name has a it has deep meaning to me. That's why the OR. You know what I mean? My name and my sister's name combined, and then it's just the transportation. You know what I mean? So, no matter. Yeah, if I would have went into uh, selling homes, you know what I mean? It'd have been OR real estate. You know what I mean? Anything. So it was always going to be OR. Well, now, how how important is that now, right? Because taking you through the journey of where you started, you know, making three hundred dollars. First of all, you didn't know if you were. It was going to take you a whole year to get your license. You were able to get it sooner. Leveled up from three hundred dollars. Now you're in a position of ownership. What does that mean to you? How important is that? Man, it's, 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 it's great, man. It's a beautiful feeling, man, because I always knew working for somebody with my CDI, I was always restricted. It's like, it's, it's, it's a cap, you know what I mean? But when you start your own thing, there is no cap. There is no cap, you know what I mean? So I always wanted that. I always wanted, you know, um, to work for myself. And if you like, you know what I mean? If you listen to my story that I talked about on YouTube, you'll understand like why, you know, I was that work for myself type of person. You know what I mean? And then, you know, I I always wanted to be able to help my friends out that's that's coming. Yeah. I wanted to, I always wanted to help them out, man. You know what I mean? Because it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. coming out man and and you know that the truth for the matter is man is that it's a lot of brilliant minds that all way right because 
you know, for a lot of people, before you got in, in a legal transportation business, it was an illegal transportation business. Right, right, you right. know what I mean? So we, for some people, they've been in logistics. They've been making moves right. from state to state. You right. know what I mean? So the intelligence is there. And that's why I love connecting with people that have been in the logistic business before the illegal logistics, because it's a brilliant mind to put things together. Now we have the opportunity to legally do it. And now we can legally be the plug per se, because we own. Right. And it's like, man, some, like you said, man, I met some, man, it is some brilliant, intelligent people in there, man. And, uh, one of my things, I used to love talking to uh, ex-addicts. I used to love talking to ex-addicts because they are some of the most brilliant hustlers there is, man. You know what I mean? And it's because of that um, sickness and that addiction calls for it. And they have, they, the, they minds come up with some brilliant things. And I, used to, and, I, and I got so many amazing ideas from these people, man. And, uh, you know, I still got them tucked away for when I start, when I'm able to, if hopefully I'm able to scale up my business, I can, you know, incorporate some of that type of stuff, man. It's some, yeah. man, it is some brilliant, brilliant people in there, man. You know what I mean? So yeah. definitely, man. Yeah. You, you, you definitely, you definitely going to scale up, man. And, and um, because not only, you know, you doing it because it's a business and everybody has to make a profit in the business, but it's also passion and a mission behind what you're doing. You're trying to make a way for some other family member, someone else out there so they can feed their family as well, man. So it's going to grow. Right. Right. That's why I always like if you look at my page, man, I always say network, 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 man network because a lot of times man it's not what you know it's who you know yeah. you know what I mean it's not what you know it's who you know like when you're on the street and I hate to keep resorting to this street stuff but it's just a real reality for a lot of us but when you're on the street man you be like man how did this guy how did this guy get on, man? It, it, was, the, it was the relationship that he had to put him in position to scale up. And, right. and, and see, that, that's what I love, right? Because the, the reality of it, that, that's what we understand. It's like, you, we, we know it. I've seen it first eyes with certain family members. It's like the scale up, the scale up. And so that's why I'm so passionate about what I'm doing in the connections, because I'm like, bro, if you were able to make it in this industry, and I know what you was doing. Right. So that means have the intelligence. Like you said, now it's about making the connections on the legal side. Right. Right. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's absolutely not what you know most of the time. It's who you know, man. And for me, I'm the type of person, man, just show me. All you got to do is show me how to do it. And I'm, I have the drive to get it done. You know what I mean? Just show me. Point me to it. You know what I mean? I don't want you to give me like, yo, here's a couple dollars. Nah, show me how you made those dollars, man. 
You know what I mean? I saw a very intriguing post. Uh, a, a guy posted, it was very brilliant, very intriguing. He said, he posted a picture of a Rolex. He said, mm-hmm. people would rather look at this picture of this Rolex versus looking at how to get this Rolex. You know what I mean? I said, wow, that is yeah. a very powerful statement right there. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah, because it's, it's awesome. A great fish dinner is awesome, but it's even greater when you know how to fish and go get it for yourself. No question. No question. Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, man. So now being independent, I know, and some people may think it's easy, right? They may think it's like a nine to five. Come in nine, you do what you want to do. Let people know the reality now of ownership. Like, you got to be locked in because, like, you you said you were up since, like, four in the morning. Like, let people know the realities. Like, yes, get in ownership, but you got to go full force at it. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like, man, if you don't have the drive, if you don't have the drive and the ambition, ownership is nothing. It's nothing. You know what I mean? After the ownership becomes the drive and the dedication and the uh and the willpower, you know what I mean, to push yourself to to, to want to succeed, to 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 do the behind the scene things like learning new stuff, uh uh looking up stuff, networking, trying to find other resources, you know what I mean? So it's a whole whole lot, you know what I mean, to it, but it's absolutely worth it man you know what i mean because uh uh, uh somebody told me he said man you can't when you die man you can't leave behind your job you know what i mean yeah. so that is definitely that's that that's that's a major thing you know trying to break the cycle and leave my my uh my son some things man like you know what i mean not leaving behind no bills and stuff like that yeah. man teaching them a better way so he could teach his children and hopefully we could break this cycle, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely will, man. And it's it's going to be a village effort, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to take everybody operating in their genius. You know what I mean? And that's why I, I love what you're doing, just being vocal and open, you know, and that's why I'm like, man, somebody hit me like, man, you need to get this brother on your show. And I'm like, for sure. And I like, I'm like, man, I, I, I'm ready to have them now. You know right. what I mean? Right. And, 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 and this is only the beginning, right? Because I'm thinking of people that been on the show, similar backgrounds in the trucking industry. I'm like, it's a perfect union. Right. You know what I mean? It's a perfect union. So I'm already thinking like, bam, 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 two people that's been on the show in the trucking industry similar background and it's like man you guys get together it's something that's nationwide man you know what i mean like like speaking at schools i see it i see it down the line man you know what i mean and that's why i'm going so hard because it's just it's deeper than the podcast it's about when we talk about generational wealth when we talk about not depending on the government it means that we're all going to be operating in our genius and inspiring everyone that we can. You have an audience. I have an audience. And when we come together, it makes the message that much deeper. 
collaboration over competition. Right. I want to share something with you, man. Um, hopefully your followers, man, get something out of this, man. This is this is a true story, man. And it really opened my eyes, man. Uh, now, uh, like right before when I was ready to come home, I was in like a dorm setting, right? And uh, the officers would come in during count time. You know what I mean? They'd yell out, you know, count time, count time, everybody stand up. So of course you got your knuckleheads in there, man. They like, man, uh, F you, man, set your pump, you know, man, get the, you know, so it was one particular officer, man. You know what I mean? He will always say, man, job security. Every time somebody say something like that, man, shut the F up, job security. Man, you old B, job security. And when I first heard it, I wasn't even the one saying it. It's, it hit me in the heart because they didn't even understand what he was saying. Like he said, it's because people like you, I will always have a job, man. So that, that right there also made me want to spite him. Like, man, I, I want to help people like, man, just to spite this dude, man. You know what I mean? That was a very, very profound statement, man. Like, yeah. Always, because people like you is going to ensure that I'm always able to feed my family. I was like, wow. Mm. That's deep, man. Yeah. That's deep because, you know, when people understand that it's chestnut checkers, you know what I mean? Like, the government is strategically doing things to our community to make sure that they have job security. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and you're, you're breaking the mold. You're part of breaking the mold to say, hey, look, I came home. I'm on the straight and narrow. I was able to be focused, but not only be focused, now I'm creating opportunities for other people as well. Right. Right, man. Definitely. That's heavy, man. That's heavy, man. What What's next for you, right? I, I know you said um, you want to scale up, but just give the audience a sneak peek of some of the things that you are thinking about across the board that you can inspire other people to dream. Well, right now, you know what I mean? I'm in a process, like I said, I'm in the process of um, uh, scaling up to, from the box truck to the uh, to the tractor, right? Okay, what? now the tractor is the eight, is that the 18 wheel? Okay. You know what I mean? So once I do that, you know, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to jump into the business in the box truck. I established some relationships. So I have some brokers that I deal with already that's just waiting for me, you know what I mean? Because this business is ultimately for the 18 wheelers, you know, even though they have positions for the box trucks and the cargo vans and stuff like that. It's ultimately for the big rigs, you know what I mean? So me being, I felt I was fortunate to come into it on a lower level. Um, it was more room for error, um, establish some relationships with people. Now that I'm ready to step all the way ultimately up, you know what I mean? I'm in a better position to start scaling up quicker. You know what I mean? So once I do that, I ultimately want to, you know, get some trucks. I have some friends that's looking to start 
on their own. I'm able to pull them in under my umbrella, let them learn some things. And then, you know, if they want to step off, you know, go ahead. I'm still with you. You still want to call me? Go ahead. No problem. And there's no hatred. There's no animosity. Do your own thing. You know what I mean? And then, you know, once I'm able to scale it like that, I ultimately, ultimately want to start some type of like nonprofit for uh, people in the poor communities that are coming home from prisons, man. We can help them out, you know what I mean? Get jobs and stuff like that, you know what I mean? That's major. That's major, man. That's major. And so two things before we go. Let people know where they can follow you at far as Instagram and then the name of your YouTube channel. And then we're going to leave on a word of inspiration before we go. All right. So um, you, can follow, you can follow me on YouTube. It's Original Refined Transportation. And uh, IG is uh, OR underscore transportation. You know what I mean? So it's still it's still on its infant stages because you know I'm I wasn't I'm still getting hip to all this Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's and, and what I wanna and what I wanna say too is because a lot of times, man, this Instagram stuff is fake. And so you're actually making moves in real life. You right. know what I mean? Like right. if, if they go to your page and it's just beginning. But you are working in real life. So people need to get out of this Instagram facade and connect with people that are making moves in real life. Right, right. That's why, and, and on my page, especially my uh, my uh, YouTube page, I always say, I, I like to say network, 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 because if you notice, it's a new wave now. Like people saying, you know, they, they got nice cars, they stand in front of nice houses, and they say, man, I'm. I, I, I flipped 10 houses, man, and show, get on my page and I'll show you how to do it, you know what I mean? And um, some people are official, but more times than not, man, people just trying to get your money, man. People just trying to yeah. get your money. So I just want to be in a position to, to show people like, look, I started with a box truck. Now I got a tractor. And I got, hopefully, now I got two tractors. Now I got three, four tractors. I'm showing you and I'm teaching you how I'm doing. I'm giving you tips, the insurance people are giving me tips and I'm sharing the tips that they're giving y'all, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? By all while still promoting people, like if I run across people that have legitimate uh, uh, stages and stuff like that, of course I've had no problem with paying for something. I paid for what, for my coaching, but it's yeah. just, you know, a lot of people taking advantage of that stuff, man. They really are. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true, man. And, and that's why that's why it's just like I pay very close attention and I never get too into anybody. Like I have people on the show with little followers, big it don't matter to me. It's about the message. You know what I mean? It's about what you're doing in real life, and you're an example of that. And so the page is just gonna grow on its own. And I said that so people don't get caught up in, in numbers. That ain't real. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so before we go, I always like to leave um, on a word of encouragement. So it may be for people um, just starting in business, about to quit, or it could be people just coming home. Whatever you feel like you have on your heart, speak that last word of encouragement before we go. Man. 
ultimately, man, if I could do it, you could do it, man. I spent I spent so much of my life in prison, running the streets, man, going back and forth from prison, man, getting a GED. You know I mean, I got a GED. My uh, uh, my vocabulary is not really good. You know what I mean? If I could do it, you can do it, man. It's all about sacrificing and breaking out of that uh, instant gratification. You know what I mean? A lot of us, we come from the street and we used to, you know, making a move five minutes, we on. Making a move a couple of days, we on. You know what I mean? But it's nothing like reaping the fruits of what you sow after you've been sowing it for a long time and constantly seeing it grow and grow and grow and grow because as fast as you get it, as fast as you spend it. When you put that work in for it, you don't spend it as fast, you know what I mean? And you enjoy it more. So that's just, that's that's what I wanted to leave with, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. I, I appreciate you, you know, sharing your trucking journey. And like I said, people, go to his YouTube channel because he breaks down the journey before the journey. You know what I mean? And, and you too can be inspired. And, and take ownership, man. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. Peace, love, and blessings to everybody. We are out. Uh, hopefully we Peace. can do it again, bro. Definitely will, man. This, this, is, this is not the end. It's only the beginning. All uh, right. Peace. All right, bro.